0: What if your body was a gift and contribution to your life and not something that you've been stuck with? What if your body could change quickly and easily? Right Body for You will inspire you and show you a different way of creating the body and the life you truly desire. Now here's your host, Danielle.
1: And welcome to Right Body for You. As the voice before me said, I am your host, Danielle. Happy to be with you this week and every week same bat time, same bat channel, talking to you about bodies, um and your life. You know, because the more I work with people on their bodies, the more I've I've come to the awareness that there isn't much of a difference between your body and your life and your life and your body. You know, uh Right Body for You is not just the name of a radio show. It's also a book and also a series of workshops and the one thing I hear quite often about Right Body for You workshops is it's not just a body class, it's also a life class. You know, it's Right Body for You, it's about the contribution, it's about the creation of your life, it's the contribution of your body. What if there were more to bodies than maintaining them? What if there was more to bodies than feeding it, scrubbing it, clothing it, um, going to the doctor with it, putting off the death of it? Um, what if What if there was more to it? What if your body could contribute to the creation of your life and not be the destruction of your life? And, you know, that's kind of what we explore here on Right Body For You each week. Uh, the different ways we create our bodies, change our bodies, um, the way we have our – different ways we create our lives with or without our bodies – and sometimes those hidden points of view that keep us from actually creating something different with our bodies, uh, which is actually some of what we're going to get into today. Well, and every week, but uh, today as well. And as I said, my name is Danielle. I have the honor of not only being your host, but also facilitating these Right Body Few Workshops. Um, all over the world, or online, like the the call I have starting in January, and, you know, for me, it's been an interesting, interesting journey in awareness, and exploration, and comprehension, and dawning, and things shifting, and changing, and my life shifting, and changing, my body shifting, and changing, uh, since, Starting to work with this, these right body for you and access consciousness tools. Which right body for you is a part of access consciousness. Just talks about you got it. Talks about the body, and um, it, you know I I used to hate that I had a body. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. I could do I did everything I could to do as little as possible for my body. You know I barely clothed it. Barely took care of it, and I actually was really excited one time I saw an episode of a TV show called Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I might have been watching it as an adult, but hey, there you go, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And uh, one of the characters in there, occasionally, you know, it wasn't regular, but it was a brain in a jar. And it still had a consciousness, could still talk and communicate. And I actually thought, wow, that would be cool. Um, you would think red flags or alarms would go off or something. It's like, wait a minute, you think it would be cool to be a brain in a jar? Well, yes. You know, that was all that I appreciated or valued about my existence was what I could think, um, how I could communicate. But one thing I didn't actually become aware of until Right Body for You and Access Consciousness Tools, one of the greatest gifts to help me think and help me communicate was my body and what's really neat is the side effect of actually allowing the contribution to my body has been greater communication greater awareness greater life and it's not because oh i have the perfect body and so everything comes to me or you know anything like that absolutely not i have a far cry from what the this reality would call a perfect body but you know what it is the right body for me it is creating for me what is required, what the life I would like. And whether I'm bitching about my life or acknowledging that it's the life I'm asking for right now, it's actually contributing to the creation of that. And I am so absolutely so grateful for that. And, you know, it's something that is constantly shifting and changing. And this, my friend, is just the beginning of my journey was our my body and our journey together of discovering the gifts that our bodies could be instead of the negativity, the oh crap. Oh really? Oh, I look like that. Life that most of us tend to actually function from with our bodies. Okay. Which leads me to our topic today. Drum roll. Does the mirror lie? Oh, You know, some shows, as soon as I write them, I know it's the universe and body's talking to me going, please talk about this topic. And this was one of them. Does the mirror lie? You wake up, you stretch, and you feel good. Hey, that first moment you wake up, you're like, oh yeah, baby, here I am. Okay? Then you shuffle into the bathroom, look in the mirror, and then you stop and go, wait a minute. I don't look as good as I feel. And have you ever noticed that all of a sudden you're not feeling as good as you did a second ago? How much do we actually put our own self-value and worth on how our body looks? Okay? How our body feels. You know, you wake up, you stretch, you feel good, you look at the mirror, you go, crap, I look like crap. And then suddenly you feel like crap if there was another possibility, okay? One of my favorite things to do with that is, hey, ask a question. And then, you know, there's questions like, what would it take to not look my age? What would it take to not look like my parents? What would it take to have the perfect body? Do-do-do. And yes, folks, these are all questions, but do you see the judgment in them? Do you see the place that is creating a stopping point of change for you and your body? What do you really see when you look in the mirror? Okay. This is why you feel, you, how, just as I'm talking about this, and basically guys, obviously I added some more words, but that was just basically the write-up I did for the show, right? So what, in, in, what energy did that bring up? You know, how many of us are now looking at that going, Oh my gosh, yes It's like I was so excited for the show and now I kinda of feel like a drag, what's going on? It's because this energy that comes up, it's these judgments, it's these point of views, it's these conclusions that are uh present in our lives whether we're acknowledging them or not. And one of the things I really like to do in my workshops or radio shows or telecalls or private sessions, is to help people um, acknowledge and perceive the points of view that they're functioning from that they're not even aware of. And it's not to get you aware of them to judge yourself. It's to get you to aware of them so you can actually change them. You know, a lot of points of view we have that are secret, so secret, we're even keeping them from ourselves. Uh, Oftentimes, it's those that, aren't actually allowing us to shift and change. Okay, So, take a look at some of these questions. What would it take to not look my age? Um, it is a question, true, and every time you ask a question, something does change. Okay. There's my little disclaimer, a question is never a waste of time, ever. It's fantastic. And what if something could change more, faster, if we just shifted that a little bit, okay? So just look at this one. What would it take to not look my age? Okay, so question, yes, judgment, that there is a correlation between age and how you look, okay? Okay. Oh, when I'm 50 I look like this. When I'm 30 I like, look like this. You know, have you ever heard a, a, a somebody in their 40s or 50s go, "Well, of course you're adorable. You have a 20-year-old butt." Really? Wouldn't it be interesting to have like I have a 20-year-old butt, a 50-year-old knuckle, uh 30-year-old eyeballs, 32-year-old belly button. That one will be a cute trick. Not sure how, you know, but how often do we actually do this? We actually assign different ages to parts and pieces of our bodies. I'm telling you folks, we are talented with our judgments and points of view about our bodies. And here's the other fun thing about bodies. They're listening. The second I started even joking about, oh, 20-year-old butt, 32-year-old belly button, you know, 50-year-old knuckle or whatever, my body's like, did you want me to do that? Because I can do that. Did you want me to do that? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Just an example for the radio show. Okay, cool. Thanks, you know. So you see that. What would it take to not look my age? The point of view you're actually functioning from that you may not have acknowledged is that there is a correlation between your age and how your body looks, how your body feels, and what actually is possible Or not possible, okay? Look at the next one. What would it take to not look like my parents? Where's one of the points of view in that? Is that you look like your parents. Or that looking like your parents would be bad. Looking like your parents is something to be avoided at all costs. And one of my favorite ones is that looking like your parents is unavoidable. Okay. We'll come back to that one a little bit more, but look at that. What would it take to not look like my parents? Has the hidden point of view in there that looking like your parents is unavoidable? Okay, next one. What would it take to have the perfect body? Some of you may be going, Yeah, 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 I get it. There is no such thing as the perfect body, and I'm asking, the perfect body, blah, 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 right? But what else is going on there? Okay you may be going, yeah, 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 I get a no perfect body. But just the fact that you might ask a question like that tells you somewhere in your universe you're still buying that there is a perfect body, okay? Or that it's attainable. Or that um, you are less until you are that. I mean, that is massive amounts of judgment upon judgment upon judgment upon judgment, okay? And at the base of all of these, do you get that, you will judge yourself, you will judge your body until you have created these things or not created these things that you decided and concluded and judged is or isn't the way it should be, okay? So questions like this create change, yes. And how much more change if you didn't have those judgments inside the questions, okay? Um, you know, structuring questions is is a fun, interesting thing. Um you know, Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, which is you know right by the' few, the Division of Access Consciousness, he actually did this teleseries once on structuring questions, and it was quite brilliant um I don't know if it's available on the access shop, but if it is, you should check it out because, like I said, it is quite brilliant of how to structure questions, okay so we have all these places we have all these judgments. In these questions, might that not be some of the stopping points of that the stopping point of change? You know, meaning your body's not changing, or you're looking more and more like your parents every day, right? Or you're you're moving further and further away from the perfect body. Oh no! Now what? Now what will I? How will I judge myself? If I have the perfect body, how will I judge myself? Oh, I look like my parents. Good. I know what I could judge myself about today. You know, or what would it take to not look my age? You know, yesterday I looked today I looked 41. Today I look 43. I'm going to judge myself for looking 43 today because I looked 41 yesterday. And yes, obviously better day. I did something wrong between yesterday and today. I exhausted myself or I, I don't know, something shifted and now I'm wrong. Well what if what if you're not? Okay? What if it's um what if it's just just the day? Okay? And what if it's just a judgment that you can quickly change? All right, we're gonna take our quick little break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about these hidden points of view, especially the one that is the parent one when we were talking about that and it said you know one of the hidden points of view is that becoming looking like your parents was in, as unavoidable that has a lot on there so we're going to talk about that when we come back okay this is Danielle this is right buddy for you we're on a to FM, and we'll be right back
0: what if your body could be an ease and not a burden what would life be like if you could enjoy your body What if changing your body was easier than we've been taught? And what if it's not about the latest fad? Join Danielle each week on Right Body For You as she explores what bodies are and the ease of change that's possible. Each week you will receive inspirational stories of those who've used the Right Body For You energetic tools to change their body and the tools that they used, tools that you can begin to use immediately. Listen for Right Body For You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain and 11 a.m. Pacific on Zn.fm.
2: What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head, The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to AccessConsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life?
0: This is Right Body for You with Danielle.
1: Welcome back to Right Body for You. I am your host, Danielle. Thank you for joining me this week, next week, every week, or if you listen to a show, this is your second show of the day and you're listening to the archives. Thank you for listening today and tomorrow and the next day and the day before. Um, I, you know, I have, I had to stop and look. I've been doing this Right Body for You radio show for a couple of years, I think. Wow, how time has flown. You know, it's been so interesting for me, Uh, speaking of not looking like your parents, um, you know, there are other ways to emulate your parents and not be your parent or try to look like them, but not try to be them. Um, For me, it was being on radio, okay? My mom hosted her own health talk radio show since I was 12 years old um, until she died about four years ago, so we even did a radio show together for four years what was interesting was I was so much like I love my mother but I'm going to be me not her and it wasn't from that place of I am not going to be like my mother because she's some hideous woman and you know that's um you know because a lot of people do that it's like I am not going to be like my mother because she's so mean she's so, she abused me or whatever it was for me it was like my mother's so amazing, I could never be like her, so I'll just try to be me. Which I know, really cute, right? Um, but I was also like, I'm I'm gonna be me, so I'm not gonna be my mom. And what was interesting is just in that I am not going to be like my mom, I started cutting off talents and capacities that I actually had, or awarenesses that I actually had. Because one thing was right, buddy, for you and access consciousness tools is it's really made me step into what I know about bodies. You know, I've I listened to her and her health friends, nutritionists and afterpaths, medical doctors, herbalists, homeopaths, you name it, I know it, um, them for thirty years about bodies and what was possible, what wasn't possible, and all everything in between. And it was always it was an interesting journey. But then somebody would ask me, Well what do you know about bodies? Nothing. What do you mean? I have a body? Shut up. Don't talk to me. I was very cute, right? And so what's really been fun about this is changing these points of view, even the one of, oh my gosh, I don't want to be like my mother. I've started to go, wow, you know what? I do actually have an awareness about bodies. And you know what? I'm I'm, I'm, pretty decent on the radio as well. You know, I thought that was just something my mother was. And so it's really been interesting to see how these things have shifted and changed. changed. (laughs) I speak proper English. Can you tell (laughs) how these things have changed over the years as I've been more willing to not function from I am not going to be my mother and just I'm going to be me, whatever that looks like. Which, at the end of the day, these are what all these tools are actually about, is to get you to be you, your body, whatever that looks like for you. You know, that's why the right body for you, it's it's not about creating a perfect body. It's about your body. Because trust me, you know what? You have the right body for you because you created it, which I know that's a big one, people. I would never have created a body like this, like my grandmother I would have never created this life. I had no choice in it. I'm like, oh, Grandma. We should have a conversation. We do have conversations every once in a while. She has also died, and so the conversation's sometimes a little one-sided, but I think she's getting the message. Um, and so, before the break, we were talking about the what would it take to not look like my parents? Okay. The same thing is like, I am not going to be like my mother. There is so much resistance and reaction to that and alignment and agreement that really what's going on is we have decided, judged, concluded that looking like our parents or me being like my mother is inevitable, meaning it will happen. And then we have to struggle against it, struggle to overcome it, Make sure that doesn't happen. But what's funny is when we have those points of view, like, oh, I'm going to make sure that doesn't happen. Here's the caveat to all of that. You ready? Are you listening? To make sure something doesn't happen or to overcome something, yes, we have to agree and say, oh, that's going to happen, that's part of it. The other part of it, my amazing, potent, talented creators, is that you have to create it to overcome it. You have to create it to know how to not be it. Okay? So that's the caveat to all of this. When you are saying things like, I will not look like my parents, I will not be my mother. I, for one, was creating being like my mother so that I know what that is, being like my mother. So I know how to create not being like my mother. Okay? And you guys get overcome is one of my favorite words to play with, to look at, to talk about, to look at the energy of it, okay? Energy of overcome means you have a problem. So you're overcoming it. You you know, it's you never hear people go, I have overcome happiness today. Yay me. No. I have overcome being rich. Yay. If your dad's name is Rich, I get it. Different conversation. I'll use the word wealthy. I have overcome being wealthy today. You never hear overcome in that way. You just hear overcome in, I overcome my limitations. I am an alcoholic and I overcome being that alcoholic every day. You know, so we only talk about overcome with problems. Okay. Okay. So when we put an energy in the motion of, I will not look like my parents, what are we doing? We're like, I will overcome it, okay? Well, if we can only overcome problems and we've decided that looking like our parents is a problem, well, guess what? You have to create looking like your parents to overcome it. right? Look Look at that. You literally have to create what you've decided you must overcome to validate and be successful at what you've decided you're needing to overcome to validate your life. Holy crap, right? Overcome. Such an interesting word to play with. So all the places where you are creating problems to overcome, to prove you're not your parents, to prove your potency, to validate your existence, to prove your strengths. Would you be willing to start and create that? Right, voicemail. Which, by the way, is an example of the access consciousness verbal processing. Um, you don't have to know what it is for it to work. It just speaks on the energy. You can go to theclearingstatement.com and learn all about it if you would like. Okay. So... <clears throat> When we're talking about overcome, and um, we have to have a problem to overcome, and that oftentimes it proves our strength and potency and whatever. Please don't judge yourself on this. Again, this is just to help you get the awareness. Because what's interesting is um, it's also seen as a strength in this reality in other people's eyes, okay? Uh, interesting example of this for me is my body does not like alcohol. Period. I've created a body where my body's like, no alcohol, please. Um homeopathic tinctures made with alcohol? No. Uh, alcohol-based perfumes? No, thank you. Um if, if not enough alcohol has been cooked out of some sauces and stuff, my body has a problem with it. It doesn't like it. So I'm like, okay, cool, so I don't drink. And, you know, this is one of the things I actually kind of, whether I acknowledged it or not, knew from the beginning about my body. Even though I wasn't acknowledging my body or awareness or communication with it, somewhere I still knew um, my body didn't like alcohol, okay? Um, You know, a lot of people think it's because I was raised Mormon and they don't drink, but trust me. I've done almost everything else that you're not supposed to do while you're a Mormon. So I don't see why I would have drawn the line there. <laughs> um, but it's just every time I thought about drinking alcohol, my body goes, Ooh, no. So for me, I have literally had maybe an inch of alcohol. I've actually had to sip up or something, you know, and really it's not much alcohol in the whole time. But here's what's interesting. Um, when I talk with people about this and And I'm not assuming. I've had people come out straight and tell me this, okay? When people say, oh, you don't drink alcohol? I'm like, no. They're like, oh, are you an alcoholic? And I'm like, no, I've never drank. My body just doesn't like it. They're like, oh, well, then you're, you're just stupid or silly. They actually tell me. They think I am stronger of character, will, and body if I was an alcoholic and overcame it than just acknowledging the awareness from my body in an early age and never drinking. It's funny, but it's true. I get that all the time. I see the look of admiration dim in people's eyes when they go, oh, you're an alcoholic? I'm like, no, I never drank. I just didn't, my body didn't want it. Oh well then, that's no big deal. Wow. So this is what I'm talking about. Our society, our culture, our reality of this world tells us we are only strong when we overcome problems. So how much of our body are we creating as a problem to actually prove our potency and our strength and our ability to overcome? Okay? Isn't that interesting? Yes, kind of a head spinner on that one, somebody in the chat room said, absolutely. Okay, so look at that during the break, because we're going to take another quick little break. And when we come back, we're going to get back to this mirror. Now that I've explained some of the stuff that's going on, we're going to talk a little bit more about the mirror and what you, you really see when you look in the mirror. And trust me, my friends, you know, I always have tips, tricks, fun things, Um, to help you shift and change this, okay? So stick around. This is Danielle. This is Right Body For You. We're on AtoZen.fm, and we'll be right back.
0: What if your body could be an ease and not a burden? What would life be like if you could enjoy your body? What if changing your body was easier than we've been taught? And what if it's not about the latest fad? Join Danielle each week on Right Body For You,
3: For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at BeingYouClass.com. My gift to you, BeingYouClass.com. This is
0: Right Body For You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call in the US 815-880-8255 or Canada 613-800-8763 or UK. Four four three three zero 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 one zero six two five. You can Skype us at atozen.fm. or if you'd like to email a question, please send it to Danielle at Now, back to the program.
1: And welcome back to Right Body for You. I am your host Danielle. Thank you for joining me today. And before we get too far into this, um, I want to invite you to a tele series I'm starting in January January. Singular. Um, it's called Shattering the Lie of Body Image. And you know, and what's interesting about this series is starting in January is it started as a pop up call, meaning every once in a while a subject energetically grabs me by the back of the neck and says, Do a call on me and I'm like, Okay. Uh So I did this call earlier this year and we had over 100 people on it and they demanded more. You know, I talked about how body image, the phrase, the way we use it right now is actually a uh, contrivance. It was created by marketers, one marketing company brilliantly <laughs> in the 1940s, I think it was, And how they created it that way and our society adopted it so readily that we are judging ourselves by it. So it's like, well, what would it take to actually change that? What would it take to actually not try to fit our body into one image? Because I don't know about you, but as I travel this world, there are so many different and unique bodies beyond the culture of it, um, beyond the DNA. Each body is so unique, so amazing. Even identical twins are different. So it's it, it this this series we just scratched the surface on the one tele call. Okay. So this one is a four part series, January second, third, tenth, and eleventh. And we're gonna get down dirty and shift some of those points of view because you know how often does our bodies change like in a fun house mirror as well, which is actually part of this uh what is the mirror looking at? What what do you see when you look in the mirror? So these some a lot of these will be addressed on the um telecall in January. So you can go to Danielle.com, D-O-N-N-I-E-L-L-E dot com to find out more or to register. Um right after this radio show I'll be posting a video so you can see the video out there. It'll be somewhere. Um so please do check it out. Okay. So that's shattering the lie of body image four part series starts January second. Yes, there'll be replays um I'm sorry, uh yes, replays. you'll get audio video replays, all that kind of stuff, so please do check it out all right, so what do you actually see when you look in the mirror? Okay, does the mirror lie to you? Yes, yes, it does, just so you know there's this great conspiracy. All of the mirrors got together. It's kind of like an Alice in Wonderland. All of the mirrors have gotten together and they've gone, you know what we're going to do? We are going to play with everybody's heads and we are going to show them not what they look like, but show them something different. Ha, ha, ha. You hang us on walls and think that's what we're supposed to do is reflect your image. Well, guess what? Ha, ha, ha. We're going to screw with your heads, show you something different, confuse you, make you, judge you. Oh, you're judging you. Yay. Our job is done maybe in some other sci-fi land. Don't get me wrong, I'm a big sci-fi fan, which is probably why I could even think of those things and have a clear outline story in the blink of an eye. Um, but it's not that the mirror lies to us. It's that we lie to us, okay? There are a lot of projections, insanities, and judgments about mirrors. You know, I mean it started it started early on in ages. And I mean, you know, I I also study history. I, I have an archaeology degree. I've studied archaeology, I've studied anthropology. And the moment reflective surfaces started appearing, you know, we looked in the we looked in the river and the water reflected back our distorted perception of what we looked like things started to solidify universally of this weird fear of looking in a mirror, looking at our reflection, and that we fear that is what's true. So it's like, where have we decided and judged that the image we see in a mirror on camera or on a piece of paper called a picture... Is who we are, and it's not what we perceive and feel about ourselves and our bodies, otherwise, when did we give the mirror all the strength? because what's interesting is you look back to olden mirrors you know i'm 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 a big fan of dressing tables or you know vanities, those kind of things, right? I sit down, I have my curling irons the makeup, and the whole thing. Uh, you know, a throwback to the 1800s or something, eighteen, nineteen hundreds. 1900s. Um, and so I'm always in antique stores looking for these because I would love to find an antique vanity dressing table. And the mirrors that are on them do not do a kindness, okay? Um, they're oftentimes just polished metal, okay? They're not the... Melted down sand and things that we have now. It's polished metal, which also gives us this as, as morphic, morphic, fun house look to it. And it's like, wow, if that's how we were judging ourselves, no wonder we're still tapping into this fear of what we look like when we're going into a mirror. Okay. So all projections, separations, expectations, rejections, and judgments from any lifetime when we looked at our reflection as a, um, a source or a validation or validation of a judgment or a rightness of who we be, what we be, or how we look, or our body's truth. we you guys will to destroy and uncreate that. Right, wrong good by the pocket nitrous poison Because oftentimes when we have these these fears, it's easy to tap into them. If they've been, you know, it's, it's I wish I could say, oh, well, you know what? That is no longer there. But if people have been thinking about it for 4 billion years, sometimes you tap into it. What can I say? Every pod pocket shifts 350,000 people. Cool. Let's keep going because we need to shift more and more people to get rid of some of these fears that have been with us since the dawn of man, okay? Because be honest, be vulnerable with yourself. How many times do you go, yay, I'm going to look into a mirror, right before you look into a mirror, And how many times do you go and kind of hold your breath and have that fear and go, okay, I'm going to look into a mirror. Oh, oh, yes, I'm right. I look like crap. Okay. How many times have we done that? You know, I've done that. It's like in that split nano plank second, which is like one billionth of a second, are you excited to look into a mirror? Or are you resistant, hesitant, kind of nervous? About looking into a mirror, it's really interesting. Um, it's really interesting what occurs when people really look at that. Okay, so and you know, I I joked about you know does the mirror lie to us? And I joked about this whole conspiracy. And where's the truth in that? Okay, because I know as I'm facilitating, sometimes I make a joke, sometimes I'm speaking to an energy. Here's a tip and trick to get more of a visual representation of what you actually look like, Um, pod all the projections, separations, expectations, rejections, and judgments of the mirror you're looking in, okay? Um, Because everything has a consciousness, including mirrors. And so how many people have looked in that mirror you're looking in and going, I look fat, I look thin. I look good, I look like crap. Oh, he'll so judge me. Oh, so, so judge me. Oh, I'm judging me. Or, you know, whatever it is. Damn mirror never shows me anything good. I did this one time in a sitting room because I tried it. I play with the tools. I experiment. I have a good time. So I tried on these, these pants and this dress. Sorry, pants and this shirt. And I didn't look in the mirror. And I just, like... Felt like how it looked, how it felt on my body. It was comfortable. I kind of felt like that sexy vibe going on. I'm like, you know what? I look good right now. I hadn't even looked at myself in the mirror. Okay, so then I turned around, I looked at myself in the mirror, and it went. And I was just like, then I have thought this would have looked good. It, I, I'm like, no, no. You know, because sometimes with all it is, it's just the energy of you're like, uh, no. And so I went, wait a minute, wait a minute, what happened? Remember, I was experimenting, right? So I'm like, what happened? When I didn't look at the mirror, I thought I looked cool. Turned around, I didn't look cool. What the freak is going on? So I pod popped all the projections that had been done to the mirror I was looking at in this changing room, fitting room, whatever you want to call it. And guess what? My My reflection in the mirror changed. Okay, it looked more like what I had felt like when I wasn't looking at the mirror. So it's interesting. One of the first tips I could give you is pod podpock all the projections that other people have done at the mirrors and maybe yourself if it's like your home mirror or something. Um, but all the projections at the mirror because you're an aware person, your body's aware how much are those like little clouds of judgment hanging around and pinging around in the the molecules of the mirror so that uh, you're able to pick it up because you're friggin' aware when you're looking in the mirror to see what you look like. You ask that question, what do I look like? And you tap into everybody else who said, what do I look like? And you get their projections and judgments as well. Okay. So pod, poc, all projections, separations, expectations, rejections, and judgments um, that have been placed upon the mirror. And it's, Interesting. I've done this more than once, and it's fun to see my reflection change. Okay, it's a lot of fun. So that's just one of it, one part of it. Um, we're gonna take our last quick little break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit about your judgments and mirrors, and your judgments about you and mirrors. I don't tell that. This, I don't tell you that to frighten you away and not make you come back. I tell that to invite you to come back if you would truly like to change something like this, okay? This is Danielle. This is Right Body For You. We are on A2Zen.fm, and we'll be right back.
0: What if your body could be an ease and not a burden? What would life be like if you could enjoy your body? What if changing your body was easier than we've been taught? And what if it's not about the latest fad?
1: Check out the new ringtones from Access Consciousness.
3: What is it possible? What is it possible? Smoking hot. Smoking hot. <laughs>
1: and everyone's favorite.
3: Take a pass. Take a pass.
1: Download the latest and hottest accessory. Go to accessconsciousness.com forward slash ringtones for all the details on how to download to your iPhone today. And welcome back to Right Body for You. I am your host, Danielle. Uh, Today we're talking about, does the mirror lie to you? Okay. And I've already given you a couple of tools, um, including the one of Hot Talk, all the projections of um, what was on the mirror as you're looking at it. And the other one, I saved to last because people tend to like it the least, but what if that hesitation, that moment that before you look into a mirror that you go, oh, I'm afraid to look because it's going to shift and change what I feel like because right now I feel pretty good. But as soon as I open my eyes and look in the mirror, I'm going to know that I look like crap and it's just going to be for sure that I look like crap. So you open your eyes and, whoa, you look like crap. What happened? Were you lying to yourself before? Or are you lying to yourself now? One thing you guys I please let me acknowledge about all of you. You're amazing, you're brilliant, you are potent. So what if mirrors, pictures, videos are nothing but a culmination of the judgments you have of yourself and your body? I don't say this to scare you. I say this to actually help you become aware of some of the places and spaces where you may be functioning and not realizing, which is why I started off with those questions of like, that we tend to ask ourselves after we look in the mirror. What would it take to not look like our parents? What would it take to not look like our age? You know, things like that with those hidden points of view and judgments in there. Um. I've also had people do this. Take a picture where you judge the crap out of yourself, where you think it validates all the horrible things about yourself. Pod pocket. Look at the picture, pod pocket. Everything that comes up, it's like, okay, look at the picture. Oh my gosh, I look fat. Everything that is destroyed and created. Right, wrong, good, devil, fuck on, nice, short, boys and beyond. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm making a funny face. Everything that is destroyed and created. Right, wrong, good, devil, fuck on, nice, boys and beyond oh my gosh, when did my one eye become bigger than my other eye? I am like cyclops. Everything that is. It's trying to create it. Right, wrong, good, bad, but fuck on my voice and beyond. Hello, unibrow. Right, wrong, good, bad, but fuck on my voice and beyond. And what's interesting is I've had people do this and their pictures have actually changed. Because when you change your point of view about you and your body, you know what? Reality around you shifts and changes. So it reflects, see that word? It reflects more of what you know about you and your body, okay? So, if we can do that in the quote-unquote positive way, who says we can't do that in the negative way? What does that mean? Well, you wake up, you stretch, you're happy. Oh, I feel good until I look in the mirror and then the mirror is going to tell me how bad I look because I looked bad yesterday, so I'm sure I'm going to look bad today too. Or, Oh, I didn't have enough sleep. It's still going to show on my face today and my eyes are going to look saggy. Remember what I said, your body's listening. So is it possible you can actually shift and morph your body in that nano plank second before you look in the mirror? Yes. And it's also possible for you to still look good because, you know, some people go, like, well, I sometimes I think I look horrible in the mirror, and then people tell me I look great that day. Cool. So you didn't actually morph your body. You're just morphing the image of your body in the mirror. Judgments don't only show up in one way, my friends. They don't only show up in actually morphing your body. Sometimes they just actually morph what you are showing the world. Okay? I've experimented with that, and I've had people experiment with that too. People see what they're projecting. You know, project I'm I am I look sexy today and it's amazing the people that actually respond to that. Okay? So please, does the mirror lie? Not really. There's not some big conspiracy about mirrors. So podpock that, podpock the judgments, shift and change them and see what is possible and really start looking at the questions you're asking with your body. The things like, I wish I didn't look like my, I wish, well, I will not look like my parents. What would it take to not look like my parents? Cool. How much are you creating looking like your parents to not look like your parents? Okay. So please do check it out. Okay. Because trust me, it might shift and change. Play with it. Take a photo, take a video, something in Pocket. Like go over those points of view. Even if you don't know PodPocket, you could just say Pocket and see what shifts and change with it. Okay. And please do check out the new teleseries, Shattering the Lie of Body Image. Um, it starts January 2nd and just newly announced. If you were not on the original call, we are actually going to, if you sign up and pay, we're going to give you the original call as well. So you'll actually be getting five calls instead of just the four. So please do check it out, D O N N I E L L E D-O-N-N-I-E-L-L-E.com. It starts January 2nd. And I'm very excited about this series. Oh my gosh, the, the ninety minute call that we first did kicked our butts. It was it was freaking rocking amazing. And literally people are like, we want more, we want more, we want more, we want more. This is not you know, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Let's keep going. And from that demand came this series. that starts in January. And I'm structuring it a little bit different, which I'm kind of excited about. It's gonna be two days in a row, second and third. And then next week, another two days in a row, 10th to 11th. So I'm curious to see how that will go. You know, on the 2nd and 3rd, we'll do some pod-pocking, give you some tips and tools. And then between the 3rd and the 10th, go out, use them. Uh, see how they, f- see what occurred, what didn't occur. Um, what did you become aware of, things like that. So I'm, And then come back on the 10th and we'll talk about it even more. So I'm kind of excited with this setup to see um, what it's, what it creates and shifts and change. So you can go to danielle.com to um, sign up and register. And remember, if you weren't on the original call, you sign up and pay, you will get the original call as well because guess what? It kicked butt. It really did. Um, Over 100 people, we were able to have a lot of energy to shift and change with. Oh, and it is a Zoom event. Which means that you can video in or call in. I'll be there video waving to you guys. Speaking about does the mirror lie, pop, pop and video and audio or pictures. Might be a great chance. Might be a great opportunity to, you know, play with that tool. So please do check it out. Shattering the Lie of Body Image. Check out my website, the rest of it while you're there. Danielle dot com. D O N N I E L L E should be interesting, I hope. Um it's fairly new. There's a store, there's articles, there's Full length classes, uh, intro classes, and um, a ton of SoundCloud clips and things like that. So please do listen to it. It's a lot of fun. Um, And also, next week, I'm very excited to have the amazing animal whisperer, Susie Godsey, on. We're going to talk about communication with our bodies, communication with animals. Is there similarity? Is there difference? So it should be a lot of fun. I'm really excited, really excited to have her on. Susie's one of my favorite people to play with. Um, animals like her, so do I. So I hope you join us then, okay? So remember, make it a fun week, make it a happy week, enjoy your body because it's enjoying you. And until next week, until we get to play again, have fun, you guys. Because if nothing else, have fun. No matter what else life looks like, if you're having fun, you're doing something, and smiling works. Until so then, thanks, everyone.
0: Thank you for listening to Right Body for You. Danielle will return next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on Z.fm. We hope you and your body will join us.